Welcome to Unleash Your Power to Level Up, where we discuss principles that, if implemented, can dramatically help you improve your life. I'm your host, Reed Carlson. Today, we're going to have a general discussion about some things I've observed over the last few weekends coaching. And what's really interesting about this is it has stayed so consistent that it kind of blows me away. I think a lot of times we go into these weekends and you create an expectation. You think things are going to go a certain way and then you have a hope that certain behaviors will kind of figure themselves out and they never really do. What The one thing that is super predictable are people's behaviors and especially people's behaviors under stress. And the reason people's behavior under stress is so predictable is because under stress, most of us have the exact same response. And because we have the exact same response, remember, we're going to fight, we're going to flight, we're going to freeze. But because we have the same exact response under stress, we are going to take the same actions or not take any action. And what's interesting is that everyone goes through this. Most people, especially today, and I'm talking about teenagers in competitive athletics, when stress happens, there are less and less fighters than there are people who freeze and people who basically run. It's, it's amazing to me. And so what you have to realize is that logic is always the hook. If you can get somebody to start thinking logically, you can get them out of the stress response incredibly fast, right? Because if you're logical, you're not, you're in the prefrontal cortex, you're not in your, your midbrain. And so there's, there's not a lot of emotion going on because the logic will drive your decision-making and your decision-making will improve your behaviors. But when you are emotionally reacting and you feel stressed and that response comes down, there's a, there's a high pressure moment that you've created for yourself, you're going to react a certain way. And again, the only way out of it completely is through logic. But if you're not going to be logical, the best thing that could happen is you want to fight. You kind of look for that, that, uh, that part of you that wants to do your best, that wants to give effort, that hell or, come hell or high water, you're going to fight for everything that you can find. But a lot of people give up in those moments. They freeze. They flight. They take off. They become non-existent. And then what happens after the moment is over, they have an emotional reaction. And that emotional reaction is, is basically their emotional addiction, right? And it's an emotional addiction because every time we have an emotion, right, there are 100 million chemicals that are released in our body. And those chemicals, when released over and over and over and over again, they, the body starts becoming that emotion, The body is just taught to be that way. And so it becomes our addiction, it becomes our habit. And so after we react to those moments and maybe things don't work out, you know, everybody has a certain way that they're going to do it. Most people, they want to blame. Most people, they want to make excuses. Most people, they want to justify. Most people want to pout, feel sorry for themselves. They want to cry. They want to do whatever it is. The greatest thing that somebody can do for you in those moments is basically piss you off to get you to fight. Because at least if you're fighting in that chance, you're giving yourself the best opportunity to find a way out of it. You're not going to maybe 
always make the best decisions. You're going to go with what you have, but that's better than doing nothing. And that's better than running away from the challenge that's in front of you, especially athletically speaking, get after it. Yes. And then sometimes it's not going to work out. You're going to have to deal with some disappointment, but at least if you fought, you could say, man, I gave it what I had and it didn't work out. And then this is where the logic is going to be a lot easier to come in. And you can ask yourself, what could I have done better? What could I have done differently? I gave what I had, but what could I have done differently to get the outcome that I wanted? For somebody who runs away, for somebody who freezes, the only question you have left asking yourself is why did I freeze? Why didn't I try? Why didn't I do something about it? Why did I run away? Why do I always run away? And now you're dealing with yourself. Like you're dealing with a different part of yourself. You're dealing with the self that didn't take any action. At least if you fought, you could say, what, what different actions could I take? But if you freeze, now you're gonna have to ask yourself, why did I freeze? And that's almost more of a character thing in that moment. Why am I the person that did nothing? And that's a harder conversation to have with yourself. Truly a harder conversation to have with yourself. So the thing that I'm recognizing, the thing that I'm observing is that we all have these emotional addictions. We all have these things that we use our energy for. And so it stops us from being able to create the things that we want. Because remember, anytime that you are emotionally addicted to something, you have a behavior that you engage in all the time, that is making decisions for you. And what if these emotional addictions are something negative like feeling anxiety or being depressed or you are just worried about something and all the time that that's there, when you take that worry off the table, what happens? Then you have to replace it with a different worry. This is amazing what happens, right? You fix one thing and you have an emotional addiction of worry. Now you've got to put something in its place to worry about. So a worrier will always worry. But most people tell themselves, well, you know, if I could just figure that thing out, I won't have to worry anymore. And then the worry will go away. I'm sorry, but because you've worried for so long, the worry has become your emotional addiction. And so you're going to keep the worry in your life, but you're just going to worry about something else. Or you're going to find a way to sabotage the thing that you thought you fixed so you can keep worrying about it. Because ironically, that's what you're good at. That's what you become an expert at, worrying about stuff. So what can we do instead? We've got to come to this realization, right? Step one, I have a problem. I'm a worrier or I get angry or I pout or I freeze, I run, you know, whatever it is, we've got to, I get illogical in stress. We've got to identify what's stopping us, what's happening. And once we can identify that, we can start going to work. We can say, what is this emotion going to give me in my life? Well, it gives me more of this, which is something that I don't want. It's the thing I'm trying to get rid of in my life, but it's where I spend the most time in my life. It's like the greatest catch 22 of all time. The thing you don't want is the thing that you spend the most time thinking about because it's a worry. You want it out of your life. So in order to get it out of your life, instead of just eliminating it, you think about it constantly. It kind of a kind of a crazy, weird way that, that we do things. What is what we do? So if we are to conquer ourselves, 
we've got to get to a point where we can be creative. That means we've got to get into our prefrontal cortex. That means we've got to start logically thinking and saying, what is it that I want and how am I going to get it? What if I used that, all that energy that I spent worrying, all that energy I spent hating, all that energy I spent pouting, all that energy I spent blaming, all that energy I spent justifying, making excuses. What if I use that energy instead to create? And then I stayed focused on my creation. And then I figured some things out along the way. And I made things happen using that energy. Then I would be forced to deal with some fulfillment. And a lot of people don't like success because they've had so little of it that when they have it, it's uncomfortable and they don't know what to do. They've been looking for it for so long and then they, when they actually have it, they actually do something great. It feels good for a moment, but then they almost have that empty void feeling because they're like, where's my energy? My energy has always been occupied in worry. My energy has always been occupied in blame. Now I don't have anything to worry about. Now I have no one to blame. I have all this like nervous energy. What do I do with it? You create. You go back to work. You create. And a life of creation is a life worth living, is a life well lived because you decide what you want and you engage in the thinking and the actions to go get it. And you're fulfilled every time you make progress. Every time you take on a challenge and you figure it out, things are better. I'll talk to you tomorrow.